1: all right welcome back to the survival and basic badass podcast Kevin and Chuck um I'm Chuck Kevin and uh, today we're gonna talk about stalkers um now stalkers it's kind of a terrifying topic the more you dig into it it's it's definitely you know ra- raises the the rough on your neck you know like a dog that right it mm-hmm. it makes you uncomfortable. Um, cause anybody who knows anybody who's dealt with it, or if you've had personal experience, you know, that it's a very touchy and uncomfortable, terrifying and scary thing. Um, and I mean, we're gonna, you know, offer some ideas and solutions. And I gotta say a lot of them, you're not going to like, cause one of the things that that I think come to mind when you, when you look at the actions and steps that you might want to take is, well, that's not fair. You know, it's unfair and I shouldn't have to do this. And what it's true, you know, it's not fair and it sucks and it's terrifying and it's horrible, but uh, some of it, you know, it, it is pretty rough. So uh, anyway, we're going to kind of get right into it. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I want to, you know, get into the meat within the nut. Right. So Kevin, what is stalking? Like who becomes a stalker and what are they doing?
2: Well, there's, there's basically about six different types of, of stalkers. Now, um, some are, are more dangerous than others, but, um, let's, let's go through the list. So first one on the list, most common one is the rejected stalker. Um, this is somebody that's upset that a friendship or a romantic relationship ended. Um, you know, that's ex-boyfriend, you know, ex-girlfriend, you know, hanging out at your house, showing up at places you're at, you know, trying to talk to you, sending you text messages and, and you know, letters and shit like that. Um, now, that's the, the two that are most dangerous are the rejected stalker, the one we just talked to the, talked about, and the resentful stalker. The resentful stalker is the same same type of thing, but they're angry about it. They're not trying to get back together. They're humiliated that you broke up with them or that you ended the relationship and they're looking for revenge. Um, So this is the type of person that is, is, you know, you know, they're going to, they're going to leave, you know, dead animals on your front doorstep, that, that type of creepy shit. Um, Right.
1: Like I think the first, the, the rejected guy is more, sees himself as a victim mm -hmm. and like, he's like in fear of being alone, his egos crushed, whatever. Whereas the other guy, like you said, his ego's crushed maybe, but he's pissed off and angry about it and is going right. to punish you for doing it to him when he's that cool guy who's, you mm-hmm. know,
2: deserves whatever. Right. Deserves right. your attention. Right? hmm Now, third one on my list here is the predatory stalker. Um Ooh. person that does this is, you may not even know this person. Um <clears throat> It's, it's for like a, uh uh power and sexual gratification. Um, they use like surveillance, uh, to track you. They do, you know, they do stuff like, um, you know, stalk your social media. They, they maybe stand outside your house or hide out in the bushes and, and, you know, watch for you when you're coming and going, that sort of stuff. Um, you might not even have any relationship with this person. This might be somebody that you've never even really met. You know, you might have encountered them once or twice and not even realized it and have no memory of them. Uh, or they might have just seen you, you know, seen you out in public. Um, the fourth one is uh, uh, an intimacy stalker. That, this is the type of person that, uh, you know, maybe wants to be your boyfriend, hang out. You know, a lot of, a lot of these are, are ones like from work, you know, you're forced to work with this person and they're hanging out by your desk all the time or, um, you know, trying to talk to you all the time, Uh, constantly call you and text you, uh, write you letters, same, same sort of stuff Uh, like the rejected stalker, except they've never been in a relationship with you. They're trying to form one and uh, you know, they, they get, just over over the top with it i i see creepy guys like this all the time at like gas stations you know when you're you're going in the morning to get your coffee and they're they're no they're they're hitting on the girl the poor girl that works behind the counter that's just trying to like get through the day and they're just kind of milling around you know sipping coffee and that's it it's always like the seven
1: right it's like the 17 18 year old on the first job
2: Mm-hmm. and
1: you know I, I read this one uh this this somebody wrote on on the internet one of the stories was like the girl works in subway and you know the guy's coming in all the time and just you know the random customer mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's there all the time and then he'll buy a sandwich and sit there for two hours and just stare at you yeah and, you know it just escalates mm-hmm. and and that's that's definitely yeah creepy mm-hmm. um And, you know, more than creepy. I mean, you got to – like the one case, right? So this girl, this story I was reading, um, she's like, oh, you know, the guy would come in. Now, I guess he'd hit on her whatever. I guess one night he calls the store when the the manager went to the bank and she's the only one in the store. Oh, are you alone there? Is there things you'd want to do with me in there? So, you know, saying like really creepy, you know, hey, this guy's a psycho. But then, it goes from that, from "Hey, I'm just sitting there," to let me make creepy, uncomfortable phone calls to the store. Then one night they see him out in the parking lot, and the dude opens her car and gets in the back of her car, like mm-hmm. while she they're in the store watching him. Uh-huh. And they call the police and are like, you know, "Hey, this psycho got in the car." and they're like yeah he had a butcher knife rope and a rag with chloroform i didn't even know people <laughs> had chloroform and you're like whoa yeah. that you know escalated quickly mm-hmm. now, now that's more your uh, like mental health issue you know in a intellectual deficiencies kind of like straight psycho right right I, I, I can't even you know imagine but i mean these are you know scary stories it's like there are some creepy guys out there Yeah, I guess creepy, you know, psycho girls, you know, it's I I think the numbers I read are uh, one in four women have had some dealings with a stalker at some Mm -hmm. point in their life. And that's pretty high odds, one in four. Um, And it ends up uh, one in 11 men have dealt with a stalker. Mm -hmm. But uh, so, yeah, any other uh, types? I I guess the jealous, you know, there's the overprotective ass. Well, there's, You're, you know, oh,
2: what what are you doing talking to that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that's that's kind of the the rejected stalker. That's the, the ex-boyfriend, okay. you know, that's upset that you've got a new boyfriend, you know, um, the, the last two here is one is the incompetent suitor. That's somebody like with shitty social skills, you know, one of the internet nerds that, that don't know how to talk to people and think that they should be in relationship with you, even though that you know, like they're destined to be with you, that type of person, even though that they're, they're not really, uh, you know, thinking properly. And the last one is the erotomania. And this is basically, this is somebody that's crazy. Like there's, there's definitely mental health issues, uh, related to most of these types of stalkers, but erotomania is somebody that, that doesn't even know you. They, but they, they feel like you, are also in love with them. They love you and you love them. You just don't know it yet, you know? And they're the type of stalker that, you know, will, you know, will do real creepy shit, you know, send you gifts that you don't want and that sort of stuff, but never actually approach you or talk to you. Um. Now, most of these situations, most of these d- types of uh, situations, they're creepy because, you don't know when they're going to be around or looking for you or whatever. So they will end up taking up a lot of your mental space, you know, dealing with it. Yes. You know, it might only be three events for them, but for you, it's like, you know, it's an ongoing thing. You're looking out your windows, you're not sure, right. getting ready to leave for work, and you have to double check and make sure nobody's outside. Right. They, they may
1: only stuff. have to take up two hours of your time. But if it's broken up and random, that's you know it's consuming in fear, you know twenty four seven, right? It it's all the time. Um, now stalkers, they'll say some creepy stuff. Now it's funny because they they were like, oh, these are some things stalkers say, and and I was like, you know, I've heard all those, and that's so right, you know. So just work with me because these are like key, uh, kind of giveaways. So you always hear, why have you done this to me, mm-hmm. right? Because they're wrong and they're, you know, this isn't right. Um, just give me one last chance. You know, this time I won't be abusive. This mm-hmm. time I won't, you know, whatever. I, I only hit you because you made me, you know? Right. I mean, that's, you know. Um, uh, everybody else who tells you that I'm a dick and to stay away from me, they're all lying about me. They always mm-hmm. yeah, there's like, always some sort of like when i'm reading these i'm like i've heard that i i've mm-hmm. heard you know these guys say this crap and i've done so much for you how can you do it to me you know mm-hmm. right and that's it's always the i did the gifts i you know i commit i'm so and i i think that's one of the things that get people into trouble with with stalkers is at first it's like passionate and romantic. You're like, oh, you know, this guy shows up in my work with flowers. That's, that's thoughtful, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's somebody going, you know, and it comes across as, yeah, look, he's all in, you know? Right. And, and people want to be loved. I mean, you want to, you just don't want to be stalked like by a psycho. And, right. You know, you, you want to choose who loves you, who you love, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, it's. It's kind of, I don't know. It, yeah, it's you kind hear of a lot about,
2: world. about like, you know, the story about grandpa, you know, asking grandma to marry him, you know, 300 times. And finally she said yes. And like, they talk yeah. about it like it's a romantic oh, story. So romantic. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just creepy. Grandpa, you're a fucking creep.
1: that's it he asked me to marry him every day for a year and i said no 364 times but Uh you know after a year he just wore me down isn't Mm -hmm. that romantic yeah yeah no no, grandpa's a psycho you know (laughs) yeah yeah no that that sounds sounds right um so when you realize that your boyfriend ex-husband um psycho coworker, uh, guy coming into your coffee shop to get coffee and giving you the leery. you know who is one uh i I don't know, I'll probably get in trouble saying important political figures names, but we had a uh we had a certain um uh, attorney general in New York that uh, may or may not have been arrested for prostitution without using condoms. I don't know. Oh,
2: you, yes, I remember. remember this
1: story. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this guy. He used to come into a coffee shop where uh, my wife worked, and uh, he, he would, like, hand somebody their change, and he would, like, run his finger across their palm as the, he did it. And, oh. like, you know, and you're just oh. like, oh, you're a creeper. You know, I like thought he was like sexy, and and if you know who I'm talking about, you'll know he's not exactly the <laughs> not sex symbol that individual. you maybe thought he was, right? <laughs> but you know, whatever, each his own. Um, but that's the the kind of thing you know out there. there there's some creepy, creepy dudes. Um, so what happens when, like I said, when you realize somebody's kind of overstepping? Now, obviously, you don't want to jump the gun and and write to you know, hey, you know, oh, oh, this guy, everybody, you know, you don't want to kind of be the cry wolf, but immediately you want to kind of take action. This guy's sending you texts, he's doing whatever. The first thing is you want to be like, hey, you know, don't text me anymore. A a lot of people I I find, uh, young girls, older girls, everybody, people don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. We've had this whole be nice, you know, um, you don't want to crush somebody. Uh, I, I read a horrible story about a, a disabled guy. We'll get into that in a, in a minute. But, um, you know, you don't want to destroy somebody just to destroy them. You know, you're a nice person. You don't want to just hurt somebody. Well, you know what? Be firm about what you want. It, it's actually more hurtful to lead somebody on who's not you know, not got a shot or not a right fit for you. So just edit. So like if somebody's sending you texts and they're kind of unwanted, be like, you know what? Um, you know, whatever, that was nice of you to reach out, but I don't want to hear anything from you. And if this is like the ex boyfriend who just started like blowing up your phone, hey, I saw you out with guys, whatever, you need to immediately, you know, hey, stop texting me. This isn't cool. But even if It's the initiated and the guy might have good intentions, whatever. It's you need to say, you know what? I'm already in a relationship. I'm already happy where I'm at and I'm really not looking for anything more. Use the words, you know, please stop texting me. Please stop calling me. That kind of thing. Um, And then screenshot this. Save it. Don't delete the text. That's what everybody, you know, oh, I'm done with that guy. I'm going to delete him from my phone kind of thing you can block them on your phone great move you know nothing wrong there you can block the number from calling you whatever um but you need to initially say no it's not you know i i read so many stories where people are like well i thought i'd just ignore it and you want to draw a hard line all right so that that's the first thing um the guy starts showing up hey you know you don't make me comfortable uh, you know I appreciate you not coming into my work anymore and then hey let let the manager know let the co-workers at the counter hey this guy you know he's been harassing me look don't uh you know let me know help me avoid whatever and that kind of thing
2: yeah I, I find that um I hear I hear that uh <clears throat> that a lot of these types of situations it's a, a lot of a Women will say things like, oh, I'm not interested in a relationship right now. But to yeah, these that people, opens, that means the door means, opens. Yeah, right. You're, you might be Try able open to a relationship soon, you know, eventually, and I'll right. be there waiting for you when you're ready, you know, or let's just be friends. Well, it's there's no nothing wrong with being friends with an ex, but some people that are creepy will take that the wrong way. Oh, we're going to have a real it, friendship, it, you know?
1: Yeah, don't, and, don't
2: be friends. If if somebody
1: makes you uncomfortable,
2: you don't want to be friends. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I I heard one person said that, uh, you know, if you change your number, um, you know, it's fine. Not a bad idea to do. But keep your old number. Give the new number to all your friends and relatives that you want to deal with until it gets down to the point where he's the only one calling that old number, you know? And then just have right. that blocked. Otherwise, he's going to start seeking out, you know, your new... Oh, she changed her number. I've got to, you know, I'll find the new number. Right. Uh, he's you know, if find he has that too. old number that he keeps calling, you know who it is that's calling on that phone and not to answer it. But like you said, Chuck, you know, documentation. Document everything. Dude, as soon as, like... So as soon as it goes past, um, hey, you know,
1: please stop texting me. And then... All of a sudden you're getting more texts you know one you're saving that text chain two Mm -hmm. you need to start like actually screenshot like especially the ones where you know hey please stop texting me anything you find particularly vulgar or offensive you know anything that Mm -hmm. strikes you as hey this guy's a psycho one you're saving the whole thing but actually take separate pictures of it get a log start writing it down all right as soon as it goes past this there's nothing wrong with going to the police and be like, it's nice if you have a little bit of evidence, like something where it kind of shows that it's escalated a little too far. The police take you mm-hmm. a little more seriously. You don't want to be like, hey, look, I I told him to stop texting me, and he sent me a text. Probably, maybe jump in the gun on that, but definitely don't respond after the first time. You know, you say I'm right. done with it, right?
2: Just right. be and a lot of, of these people, right, a lot of these people are trying to get a rise out of you. they're trying to get a reply um you know that's why i would I would uh think about it before you get an actual restraining order because they're gonna get the information they're gonna know that they're they're yeah. having an effect on you because of oh, because now, of you taking that action right
1: but reporting say so the don't police, do it, you don't yeah right, reporting it to the police doesn't necessarily require like a restraining order or this kind of stuff. It's like, Hey, Mm -hmm. this guy's a psycho and he's doing what it is, is you want to be able to show for later as things escalate that, Hey, I, I already took action. This has been ongoing, but the big thing is evidence and a log. Hey, he showed up at my work on Monday. He showed up on my work on Tuesday He showed up three times. He was waiting in the parking lot after I came out of work. He was standing there just looking creepy. You know, this kind of thing. You're going to show a pattern. Um, A lot of times, again, kind of psycho stalkers, most of them don't give a crap about a restraining order and that kind of stuff. You know, How often Mm -hmm. have you been like, oh, well, you know, we should just outlaw guns because then bad people won't get them well, we'll just get a restraining order against the stalker because then he'll just stop doing it, right? This guy's probably a psycho. And, you know, so, and I imagine there's like, you know, it only takes one stalker to harass like 10 different girls over his life. You know, you get that kind of recurring, who knows? Right, right. Um,
2: Generally, somebody that does that type of shit is somebody that does that type of shit. You know, you might not be the only person that he's, he's, uh, you know, acting out against. There could be multiple, multiple people. All right. So
1: moving along, the next thing that I think is, uh, is to consider is, all right, one, like if this is an X, you got to realize this guy's got, he knows your social security number. He maybe knows your passwords to your computer, the numbers you use on your cell phone, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the code to get in that kind of thing he probably knows some things. He probably knows, Oh, that back door in the house is never locked or there's that window over there. I can get in, Mm -hmm. you know, how many guys do you know that couldn't get into their house if you locked it? Right. Probably not that many. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, people know, and and it's just, you know, it's human nature. And it's one of those, you've heard the expression where there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. Um, well, it turns out there's some will with stalkers, right? These are right. Just some determined, crazy people, and it's very probable. So, one, you do want to start locking, you know, all your windows and doors. Actually, checking them, you know, make sure for when you're not home too. It's not just a matter of, you know, what was that movie with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and she boiled the bunny or something? Oh, and, yeah, it, it wasn't
2: Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, way back, yeah, Glenn oh, Close, was I think it was but really um, I'm way off. Okay. Yeah. Fatal attraction, right?
1: Yeah. That that sounds right. Um, But you know, it's, it's not just when you're home, you don't want somebody going in, you know, could you imagine coming home and flying in like roses on your bed or something? And, and that's like a hardcore, like intimidation move of look, I I can come in when you're not here. I have Mm -hmm. access to, you know, whatever. And they kind of own you. So what you want to lock things, right? You want to, uh, set up cameras. Um, even if it's your buddies, I mean, you can, if you have nothing else, you can go buy a $39 trail cam. All right. Mm -hmm. That you don't need, um, there's companies, I think 99 bucks. You can buy some kind of a simply safe camera. There's a bunch of cameras that you can get cheap, cheap. And there's ones Mm -hmm. that'll record. Um, I just uh, got a uh, trail cam that sends messages to my phone. I think it's spy point and it takes a picture. So it's kind of expensive. I think it was two for one seventy-nine or or 99 bucks each. But as soon as somebody shows up, it takes a picture and it sends a text to my phone. And I get that for free for a hundred pictures a month for each camera. Mm-hmm. And it's like four bucks a month for a thousand pictures on each camera, four bucks each, that kind of thing. So right, it's not horribly expensive, right? I'd like to see that, you know, somebody could spend that kind of money or there's even 30. But the thing is set it up where it's pointing at your house, but where it's going to not be seen. You actually have to be kind of sneaky and hide it. You don't want mm-hmm. the camera. It's not the... Hey I'm deterring criminals camera setup. This is the hey I'm trying to catch the psycho messing with me camera setup. Right. Um so you want to go with that angle. So the trail cameras if you can foot the bill, I mean I I know I've been looking at uh surveillance cameras for my house and 109 bucks buys you an 8 channel recording, you know, uh 4 camera setup where again if you put these discreetly hidden in your place, you might be able to get some hardcore evidence right out of the gate. Um, People who are stalkers and crazy are usually pretty arrogant and brazen. Um, Mm -hmm. And the thing is too, like the people I know who've dealt with stalkers in the past are like, Oh, you know, it it was like my, I I think of my youth. I mean, I don't know. I I hang out with a different class of people, I guess now, or I I don't know what happens, but I know in my youth, I I knew a lot of girls who dealt with crazy stalkers, high school, college, that kind of thing. They, Mm -hmm. you know, have that, Well, we didn't have social media to the extent or at all that there is now, I guess there was my space when I was, you know, that is maybe, but even that, um, like now anybody can buy a tracker to put on your car mm-hmm. for like 70 bucks. And you know what yeah. I would say, if the guy keeps showing up, there's a good chance he's put a tracker on your car. Um, there, It's tough to, I mean, you can look for that kind of thing. You can hope and whatever. I would say your best move is you can get a tracker to track him and do the mm-hmm. same thing and throw one on his car because they make those little ipad, you know, things that whatever. Now, keep in mind, the iPod Air whatever, we talked about it a week yeah. or two ago. Whatever they are, anybody with an iPhone or an Apple device, it says, "Hey, there's one near you." Cuz that's right. to avoid stalkers. <laughs> but guess what? The stalker can buy other brands. There are ones out there that aren't going to tip people off. And it, that's scary. Um it's anybody with effort and research on the internet can probably hack your phone if he knows your phone number and Mm -hmm. can probably see stuff. So you want to eliminate that altogether. Um, Like I said, the sneaky surveillance stuff, especially what I see a lot of people have, uh, they'll have kids. Like you'll get divorced. You got a couple kids, whatever. Don't tell your kids about the cameras. Don't, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if they're going to see things and know things, let them know limited information, not, you know, I, some things you can't hide. And I know you want to be honest and all that kids are so manipulated by other people. And even if it's, oh, well, they don't even see my ex, but maybe they see their grandma or something who is, you know, Mm -hmm. the ex's mom or whatever, don't. Put your kids, it's not fair to them to put them in a position where they have to lie to daddy or they have to, right. you know, whatever. Don't even involve them in the scooter. Now you can tell them, Hey, I don't want you to tell daddy any of my business. I don't want you to tell daddy who I've been talking to, where I work, where I, whatever. That's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, don't tell them about the security protections that you're taking that might expose you. That's, Mm -hmm. that's something to definitely be aware of. Um, Don't, uh, to be honest, one, at a minimum, your social media accounts need to be set to private, right? Like your Facebook to private, that kind of thing. But you shouldn't even have social media. If you're dealing with something like this, you're better off taking it seriously and just shut down the account and not put your business out there. Right. Um, Another story I read, A uh, young lady had a guy who was, you know, just constantly controlling, you know, had a vice on her life, I guess, is how I would describe it. But she ended up, she was, it it was at the point where she said, I just got to get away. And she just like got on a bus and took off. Now she even had a car, all this stuff, but the boyfriend was out in her car and she's like, it's worth it to just leave it. I just need to go start over and it doesn't matter. She moves away. She's away for five years. No problem in another state. Then she moves to another state. And one of her friends from her old life comes out to visit her. And her friend puts on social media, Hey, I went to go see so and so, whatever. And the next day, the dude shows up in her apartment complex in a different state, you know, hanging out in the parking lot, waiting to see her come out of work. Mm-hmm. Now, one, man, don't let your friends hang you like that, but realize that crazy can have that kind of determination to be, you know, that vigilant that he's stalking your friends. Cause mm-hmm. you remember people like this kind of know everybody, Hey, have you heard anything from so-and-so or whatever? And mm-hmm. anybody sees it? Oh yeah. So-and-so just uh, went out to visit her. Oh, I heard about your ex, you know, whatever and people never seem to believe like they think it's romantic. I think, you know, that, that this guy's, you know, giving you all the attention or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. one of the big ones I always see, and, and I know my wife even went through this, um, where your mother, the woman's mother seems to dime them like Mm -hmm. 80% of the time. Right. I don't know what it is with. Um, so here, here's the, uh, the, the creepy, uh, the handicapped guy story I got for you. So again, these are all off social media posts that, that I was looking at doing research for this episode, but girls uh, in college, in the library, hanging out. Um, there's a disabled guy who's got, uh, crutches. I, in my mind, I imagine like those sticks that, you know, go up on your forearm (laughs) and whatever. I don't know. (laughs) That's how the story plays out in my mind And, Mm -hmm. and it's a story. So whatever. Um, So, anyway, the guy's like, hey, you know, you're cute. You know, can I get your phone number or whatever? And she's trying to be nice, and the guy seems nice enough. And, oh, well, you know, I don't like to give my phone number out or I'm in a relationship, but, you know, nice to talk to you and whatever. And the dude like grabs her wrist and is like, come with me. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, you can't push me or resist because I'm disabled and I'll just fall down and say that you just attacked a disabled person. And that fear, she goes out, you know, into the other room with them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's the thing. Women have been taught to be polite and be courteous and be, and you need to be an advocate for you. And, and, you know, fuck the handicapped people. That's what I say. Um, mm-hmm. all right, I'm a horrible person, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going um, to cut no, that but that's, and post
2: that on social media.
1: Right, Just that's that what you're going to say, that.
2: right? Yeah, yeah.
1: One day I'm going to run for president and that's going to be there. It's going to be like my campaign <laughs> slogan, you know? Um, uh-huh. But that's the point is, so then the girl's like, all right, this guy's creepy stalker, takes appropriate action. The guy somehow follows her. And when she goes home, the guy shows up at her parents' house and um the uh the mom is like, Oh, well, you know, you should get married and whatever. And you know, he seems like a nice boy and he's disabled and that's horrible of you to not whatever. She gives the guy her cell phone number.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, Good looking out, mom, thanks. You know? Yeah. But but that's the the um I, I know I, I had mentioned that, you know, my wife, she had some boyfriend who like drove, couldn't figure out where she was living. So he rode his bike. Cause I don't know why psycho stalkers don't have cars, but rides well, his bike. I like, have a hard time seven, having a job. Seven miles, right. Seven miles or something to her mom's house and knocks. Oh, you know, where is she? Oh, come on in. Let me make you some food. We'll hang out. I'll tell you all about her business. You know that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so you really again it all comes down to the level of stalker you got right so if you have you know crazy guy you're just trying to get rid of you need to you know start with what i was saying the locking the surveillance the you know whatever it doesn't have to be big money there may Mm -hmm. be a different level Where you need to just pack up your shit and get the hell out of there. And you know what? Sometimes it's better for a clean start to live fear free and Mm -hmm. just disappear. And the thing is, you're going to have to cut your friends off. You know, it's one thing to go up to your bestie and be like, hey, I'm going to disappear. But there's no reason to even tell your bestie where you're going. There's Mm -hmm. no, you don't, they don't need to know. Guess what? Your parents don't need to know if you don't feel that you can trust them, you know, mm-hmm. um, you, they don't need to know. You can be like, Hey, I'll call you from something. You know, I don't know. You can, uh, there are ways actually on the internet that you can mask your number when you call people and you can say, Hey mom, I'll call you every Sunday night at seven o'clock. If that's something you normally do, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. no problem. You can mask your number And do it. You know, predatory uh, phone harassment, people do it all the time, right? So that's something you may want to consider. There's no reason people need to know your business. Um, Hopefully, people get bored and lose interest, but for somebody, you know, to kind of fall into that stalker status, a lot of times they don't lose interest. Um, Right. All right. So I had started to talk about uh, your, your, X know your you social and like that, you might want to go into your bank and be like, Hey, nobody can uh, make changes to my account unless I come in and do it in person or set mm-hmm. up something like that. You can do that. That's an option. Um, you know, you can really maybe consider getting something like LifeLock. Um, now mm-hmm. LifeLock we've talked about is not exactly the premium, uh, the premium option, but Maybe something where you're monitoring your credit and making sure nobody's, you know, messing with your stuff. Uh, I hate to say it, nobody wants to commit time, but you probably should seriously consider taking some kind of self defense class. Um, Mm -hmm. I really like it, used to be jujitsu back in the day for, you know, taking on a a bigger uh, opponent, but Mm -hmm. uh, something like Krav Maga, or they Mm -hmm. have. Classes for uh, specifically for women that are meant to be like quick, devastating strikes that somebody smaller can do to a bigger, more aggressive attacker, attacker. Mm -hmm. Um, But get somebody who's serious, not one of these little classes of, oh, well, you know, do this with your purse or whatever. You know, it's not you need somebody who's going to take your safety seriously. Right. Right. It's worth the effort. Um, You know, I like that, you know, we should be able to live in in free places where you can have pepper spray, where you can have tasers, where you can have, and you need to carry and a gun, but you need to be confident to use it. Um, I know with pepper spray, they make like a uh, test one that you can use so you can actually practice with it. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: you kind of understand, hey, it's going to shoot this far. Hey, it's going to come back in my face. Hey, it's going to, you know, whatever. Actually get familiar, but you really want to make some effort there. Um, They do have apps that actually have like a panic button on your phone Mm -hmm. um, where you can alert somebody, you know, like the police or it can call a buddy or whatever. Um, Always let people know where and and when you're going to be, if you're in that kind of early stages. Like I said, if you're Mm -hmm. just, leaving town and whatever that's kind of the exact opposite of what I just told you. But if you're, uh, you know, just kind of trying to avoid this guy, let people know what's going on, be around, be in a safe place. You know, don't put Mm -hmm. yourself in a position. Don't test it, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Don't test. Oh, well, you know, I, I should be able to walk, you know, by myself to the bank. I'm not afraid I'm tough. Well, that's great, but that doesn't keep you alive. Right. And you need to really be aware of of what you're doing. Um, don't respond to like gifts and attention from this guy. So, you know, maybe he's like, Oh, you know, a dick, dick, psycho. Oh, but he just got you a new iPhone. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Or, Oh, look, I got you a puppy. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Send the puppy away. The puppy will be all like sad and mm-hmm. no,
2: no. Euthanize and, no, that
1: bitch. Just yep. right to the pound and put her down. That's yeah, <laughs> That's it. I, I don't know. It, I don't know if that's the action you actually need to take, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, yeah. you don't need to,
2: but there's nothing wrong uh, with getting yourself a mean, nasty dog that you feed gunpowder. That'll bite the shit out of somebody that tries to get in your house. Yeah. Uh, you know, when it comes to, Go- um, you know, responding to these types of things. You know, yeah, say this guy calls you 100 times before you find the answer. Well, now he knows all he has to do is call 100 times to get you. So he's just going to keep doing it. Every time you respond to them, it gives them, you know, a little bit more fuel to keep going. Um, You know, as far as handguns go and guns go, they're tools. And if you don't know how to use a tool, they're not effective. Um, If you're going to get a gun, make sure you know how to use it. Go to the range, fire it. You know, like you said about the pepper spray, use it, understand how it works, because it's they're not useful if if you don't understand how to operate them safely and how to operate them effectively. Right. So when it comes to these types of uh, self-defense protection stuff, you have to understand how to use it. Like you said about going to, uh, you know, self-defense classes, you know, don't go to somebody that's going to teach you Tai Bo for athletics you know, for, for cardio. Cause that's not, that's not what you need. You know, you need to know how to, how to punch somebody in the throat and get away from them.
1: Right. Um, and I know, I know it can be embarrassing and you don't want to talk about, you know, somebody, whatever, or like I said, it's uncomfortable. You don't want to put them out there. But you need to tell the people around you and in your life. You know, you're the college kid in the dorm and whatever. You need to tell the people, hey, look, this guy's been harassing me. Don't let him in on the floor, you know, at my college dorm or whatever, you know, because a lot of them have the security badges and that kind of thing and, you know, that kind of stuff. Be aware. Tell your coworkers, hey, this guy's harassing me. Hey, mom, this guy's crazy and whatever. Don't give him my business. Have these talks, you know, kind of. You know, put it out there that you don't need to be harassed and whatever. And, you know, and some people you need to justify and explain some stuff. Those people are losers that you don't want to hang out with anymore. But just the same, make sure that, you know, people know as much as you can convince them. And the people that you don't trust to keep your your information safe, then obviously make effort to share as little information as possible. Don't blow it you know, don't do it in vain. Don't, you know, move. And then your friends are posting on social media. Yeah, it was horrible. Susie had to move to Connecticut to go, you know, whatever, you know, just disappear. Um, you know, if, if it comes to that same thing goes with, if you get a new cell phone number, if you make a, uh, you know, some people are so addicted to social media that they feel they need to, uh, have an account, no matter what. It's just so important to me. I shouldn't have to give up, you know. Whatever. All right, that's if that's what you're going to do. Have another name and have the account set to private. But I'm telling you, they're going to find a way because they know who you're friends with, and they're going to find a way to connect. And they're not going to hold security to where you hold security. Right. Um, that's just sadly a, a you know inevitable part of life. I know it's not fair. I know it's not how it should be, but I'm trying to, you know, give you the input of what you can do. Um, Again, uh, maybe, you know, throwing a uh, some kind of tracker on their vehicle might be something you might want to consider if you're sticking around and they're showing up and that way you can kind of avoid, but you know, that's something you have to kind of decide what's right for you, but there is crazy out there Mm -hmm. and You know, so many stories of, you know, so much effort that people make to disappear. And then, you know, it all gets undone. Um, I said, I wish, you know, I I just, I can't really in a podcast give you the self-defense moves, you know, the things you can do. But I would say take self-defense seriously. I would find something, somebody who's really going to teach you how to look out for yourself without having to learn a whole fighting system and some new thing, you know, it's able, you're able to learn a few moves that are aggressive. Um, There was always a story from uh, Bruce Lee and he talked about, you know, somebody who's determined and has a purpose can do, you know, anything. He said he was afraid of the guy who, you know, had in his mind, I'm going to break his right leg. And he goes, cause that guy's probably going to break your right leg. Cause that's where his focus is. Well, if your focus is I'm going to stab my keys in the guy's neck over and over again, well, you might be a psycho, but two, you might, you know, you might be able to accomplish that goal. Right. You know, so that's probably not the happy thought I should put for uh, (laughs) people, but you know,
2: I don't know. Teach his own. Right. That's right. That's right. No, but I mean, that's, that takes, that's a, it's a valid point though. Um, you know, when you're encountering somebody like that, you have to do it with determination. You don't have to worry about, Oh, I don't want to get arrested for assault. Oh, I don't want to No, no, that's not, you're not in that situation. You want to cause as much damage physically to that person. If they're attacking you as possible, you know, it's, there's nothing fair about fighting especially if you're fighting somebody that's bigger than you are. Um, it's twice your size, right? Yeah. They say, uh, oh, biting and scratching and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's not fair fighting. No, there's, there's no such thing as fair fighting. Bite a chunk out of his arm. Do whatever it is you have to do. Uh, when yeah. it comes to that sort of situation, you don't want to be under their power. Um, Take your ear and carry it around in your pocket. You mm-hmm. know, whatever it takes, wear it on a necklace. Just you know, put it out there so everybody else knows that you're a crazy person.
1: That's right. That's how you do it. Um, but that's the thing. So I, I think the key takeaways I got for you, though, are document everything from the beginning, mm-hmm. report it um, you know, reach out to law enforcement. If you don't have the money and you somehow feel it's completely impossible for you to move away and start something new again, it depends on the level, but I do know the more you feed into it, you know, the the constant back and forth with the texts, Hey, you're ruining my life. Stop texting me. Stop calling me. You got to find a way to not, you know, not deal with that. Um, if there are no options and you have no money, there are a lot of great shelters out there that are willing to, you know, help you out and and look out for you. They do care about people like you. You're not alone. Um, you know, see what you can do. See what advocates. Call local attorneys if the police won't help you mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, is there an advocate group? Is there someone I can talk to?" Um, another thing I wanted to point out is a lot of times, you know, you hear from people Oh, my stalker is the police. You know, he is a policeman. Uh, there's a weird community. I had a uh, a a kid I came across. I had a uh, apartment in the city, and I I was actually uh, somebody had just gotten evicted, and I was cleaning out all their garbage. So it was like an after work kind of thing for me, and it was like eleven o'clock at night in the city and I'm out, you know, emptying stuff into a dump trailer I had to get rid of all their garbage. And uh, some little kid comes up to me who's like seven years old and he's like, Hey, my dad's abusing me. Can I come and hang out in your house? And I'm like, yeah, you can hang out with me. You know, I'd rather you not go inside because, and so I stayed out with him, you know, and we hung out on the front porch and I said, look, I'll call the police if you're serious and that's what you want. He's like, yeah, call the police, you know, whatever. I call the police. Of course, they took like four hours to respond because, you know, cops are awesome. And then when the cop shows up, he's like, yeah, I was sitting right around the corner at Dunkin' Donuts just watching people. And he's like, nobody told me to come. I'm like, really? Because I even called the cops back and I'm like, hey, look, I'll bring the kid to you. Mm -hmm. Can You know, let's get this resolved. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, freaking show up, you know? Yeah. So anyway. Right before the cops came, this is the reason I'm telling you the story. I, because I'm like asking the kid, is there anybody you trust, anybody we can call, you know, somebody who can help you? We end up, you know, he's like, well, my grandma, but I don't know her name, you know, and, and so we right. went it's through grandma. a big, mm-hmm. trying to decipher everything. And we finally were able to get grandma on the phone. And grandma came and she ended up showing up like five minutes before the police, you know, because mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So, and I'm talking to grandma and she's like, look, you were right to call the police. His dad does beat him. He is a psycho, but his dad uh, works for the town or whatever. And he's got all the police in his back pocket and they call him all the time. And they just go, Oh, that's Jimmy. He's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about And you know, he goes over and schmoozes with him, and, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he just misunderstood and whatever. And that's the way it basically ended up playing out. But, uh, You know, we avoided the situation for the day. Who knows what the future holds? But, I mean, that's the kind of thing where if you end up with somebody at a level where they're protected, you know, the police don't become an option. And that doesn't mean you have to stick your keys in their eyeball, but maybe it means that you need to, you know, take more dramatic and and drastic action of, you know, kind of disappearing. Just make sure if you do move somewhere else and up and go – You know, it's okay to start over, you know, but don't leave a trail of breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Don't, Hey mom, here's my new address. Hey mom, this is the town I'm moving to. Oh, he knows you're, you know, you're a massage therapist and there's only three massage therapy places in that town. Mm -hmm. He's going to end up, you know, stalking out the parking lots and whatever you need to, you know, kind of reinvent yourself. And I'm sorry you have to live in fear and it sucks. And I don't want that for anybody and I don't wish that on anybody, but you have to, you know, make a stand, you know, you have to do what's right for you that are, uh, you know, there's these movies where, you know, I think there's that movie enough with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Yep. Right. Is that, that's the one that's the one, I um, Know it. you know, maybe you, you just need to be some kind of like ultimate fighting champion. Maybe that's the way to go you know, it, it, it's a fine line. So I don't mean to make light of it. It is a serious, ugly situation. And I can't imagine, you know, it just wears you down the constant, you know, the 400 phone calls, the 200 texts in a day, seeing the guy show up at your work five times. And, you know, I, stories of oh, they they called my employer and acted like a customer and were like, yeah, this person treated me bad and got me fired or tried to get me fired. Well, you know, if things are escalating like that, it might be time to, you know, take off. I know it's not fair and I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, maybe the action you need to take. So, all right, I'm getting into trouble where, You know, I'm going to start saying the same thing over and over again. So with that, um, if you have ideas, concerns, thoughts you want to share, you can uh, join the conversation in the uh, Prepping Badass group on uh, Facebook. Again, you probably want to cancel Facebook if you are being stalked, but I'm just saying. Um, You can email us directly, though, and and we'll keep your info safe at – PreppingBadass at gmail.com. Now, I can't promise Google will keep your information safe. I'm just saying, I won't give it to anybody. All right. (laughs) You're good there otherwise. Um, You can uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com. Otherwise, uh, oh, one last thing. Maybe the way you show your uh, stalker that you're not taking it, you uh, go to preppingbadass.com and get one of those badass shirts that say, don't give them a fucking inch. There you go. That could be the way to go. And with that, stay safe. And we will talk to you guys next week. The
2: Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.
0: Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from seven to ten PM Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, every once in a while, it's fun to go with like just full blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chase in the Sun Sundays at 9:30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stands Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere anytime, and on any device.